Hello and welcome to Counterpressed on The Ringer and Spotify. I'm in the studio with Jesse Parker-Humphreys, producer Becky, Kate Longhurst and Jilly Flatty for our end of season special. We've got a full house as well. Guys, it's a full season of Counterpressed. Wow. I mean, ish. We didn't start the start of the season, but ish. <laughs> Essentially. Essentially, a full season of Counterpressed done. And what a wild wow. ride. That's crazy. Have, have you enjoyed it, guys? Loved it. Yeah? Yeah. I didn't think we'd last this time. <laughs> we'd be chucked off yeah, taken off there after Yeah. Or we'd fall out. Well, some of your opinions. <laughs> We've come close, to be fair. Jilly, with you, actually, it's been the most wild ride because we started the season with you actually as a player and we ended it with you being yeah, like a media darling. We didn't get what we were, we were sold, actually. <laughs> the contract. We don't get no refund now. Halfway through. So have you enjoyed your first taste of media action? Yeah, and can I, I'm going to be brutally honest with you, yeah? I'm oh. not going to lie about this. When I actually retired and I was sitting with my mum and I was like, oh, my God, I can actually go every Monday now to the podcast. That was Aww. one of the first things I thought about. But we actually see you less. Yeah. <laughs> you got so much up at work. <laughs> no, it's only because this Bangladesh trip has been planned for like, well, Forever. I've been filming Guy for about two months now. That's why. But no, I've, I've loved it. I've really loved it. And Aww. I think it's nice now as well. A bit different, obviously, to Kate because she's still playing. But I can be honest and say what I want. And I ain't got to worry about getting told off by... Yeah, that's been my favourite part, actually, is you coming out of your shell and being mm. like... I'm glad you added the shell. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say that, and I was like, we're not going back. <laughs> yeah, you've absolutely let loose. It's been great. And I feel like we've unlocked a media superstar, because since we got you on the pod, I know. just your diary is full. Hun. Well, the pod has pushed me. Like, oh. You better remember your roots next yeah. season. Yeah. I'm staying in. <laughs> when you win a Women's Football Award. You're seeing your free players in a podcast or anything. <laughs> yeah. Never. Do you know what I'm most proud of? She's changed her hairstyle yes. about three times. I'm embracing I've, the I've known you for years and that little plait across the. <laughs> it's time to it's really hasn't moved. And now, yeah. look, we've got little waves. Yeah. You're free. I broke out. I love it. My curls have come out. The shackles of the oh, WSL yeah. finally came off of your hairdo. Also, I mean, you've got you've had some great hair hairdos through the years. So is this like the it's new just era? To like a hairdo, Jilly's hairdo is pod. This an extra award. We can be like, Best hair Jilly's in the WSL made. this year. Jilly Fadi. What shampoo do you use? Hmm? What shampoo do you use? I'm actually using um, the Aussie curl one at the moment. Okay, oh, yeah. Yeah. nice, great if they want to sponsor us can, yeah. can I ask you because we've chatted about this and I actually haven't got an answer are you using a diffuser or not yes I am okay. I'm, I'm trying to learn how yeah. to use a diffuser um, it's very tri- tricky because I don't usually before I never used a hairdryer wow. so I'm just trying to use it I'm embracing it you know I love this journey I don't care about the retirement journey <laughs> yeah. I care about is your curly journey just the hair journey um, any other rebrands that people have planned this summer Jilly with her hair Kate new football team but any other rebrands that you're planning Kate was saying she's mm. going to get a fringe <laughs> <laughs> a fringe and a boob job <laughs> I want to I bring back that Barbie era <laughs> a big summer plan for Kate fringe and a boob Literally. job the first thing posted by the WS on Twitter account next year is this Barbie got a boob job <laughs> How do you find the time? That's what I want. I might get one different size as well. Because I think I need to learn to score off different parts of my body, so I might just pop one still, in. Still one touch though. Yeah, boom, boom. yeah still one touch. <laughs> <laughs> <Just crying. laughs> 
I really didn't think that was going to be the answer. <laughs> Becky, be. you've got a really hot girl summer lined up I do. for the World it's Cup. I do. sexy girl summer, actually. Sorry. <laughs> Jessie's broken. Jessie is still in tears. I'm so tired. <laughs> um, and you got your hair done, actually. We should, did, yeah. we, we should not mention that. You oh, dyed your hair. Yeah. Thanks. I did actually. No, I did message you and you said be, that. You did. You did. Yeah, so yeah, I did. So thanks. I, I, I did. liked that. Yeah. <laughs> Jilly didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that one. But this is part of the hot girl summer with the World Cup. Going to be out in Oz. New hair, new you. Yeah. It's exciting times. Yeah, if anyone wants to go on a date in Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be there. When are your dates, Becky? Just so they know. Uh, when are we there, Jesse? You're in charge. Well, I don't know. The last two the last, weeks of the World the last Cup week. is when we're in Sydney. No, the last week of the World Cup okay. is when we're in Sydney. I think the week I'm... before we're in Melbourne, so if there's any girls in Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> Let Becky know. Um but yeah, on today's show, we're going to be... Oh, we don't get to hear about Jessie's <laughs> summer rebrand. Jessie's summer rebrand. You've, been, you've got a wedding every bloody week, so yeah. there's not time. I'm trying to get hench for Australia, but it's not going very well. So that's what I'm going to be working on in the uh, off-season. Okay, great. What about you, Fleur? Um, I'm going on holiday. I'm going to see my brother... Um, and then but what's your rebrand what's my rebrand because <laughs> next year when we come back to the studio Kate's going to have <laughs> gigantic tits and fringe I'm going to have curly hair and Jessie's going to be fucking ten, <laughs> and you're going to be and I'm just going to be super sexy <laughs> shit I'm scared now if you I don't have a rebrand oh, am I getting another tattoo I don't know no because it's, it's not a rebrand get one on your face <laughs> Kate Longhurst will will draw one for you. Yes. Get Kate Longhurst to write QPR and just <laughs> on my forehead. <laughs> be great for work. I'm sure it'll go down really well. Okay, maybe that'll be it then. Okay, good. See you in a few months, guys. <laughs> but actually on today's show, uh, we're going to be giving out our counter-pressed end of season awards we're going to have a few serious ones obviously because you know we've got to we've got to shout out our player of the year etc but then we're going to move into the most important thing which is a lot of silly awards so without further ado <laughs> without further ado let's get the counter press awards underway Right, guys, let's start with what has actually been a hotly debated award this season because it all started with the controversy around Sam Kerr getting the Football Writers Association Award. And I think it carried through a little bit into the official Barclays WSL Player of the Year. But we're going to start with our counterpressed Player of the Year. I feel like there's going to be some crossover here. I think Becky's going to try and come in with a last-minute surprise, yeah. a cool and edgy I haven't selection. <laughs> but I'm going to start things off with a player that I think deserves to be Player of the Year, has been so consistent across the season. She hasn't scored the most goals, but she's had a hell of uh, a lot of goal contributions. And um, for me, that is Chelsea's Guru Wrighton. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be Love a popular nods. choice because I've nods. just seen Jilly's notes. So. <laughs> <laughs> Jilly, you agreeing with that? Yes, yes. I think I, I think with Chelsea not having Penil Harder and Frank Kirby, I do think that it was a chance not for her to shine, but I do think she really stepped up, um, and I've just been really impressed with her. I feel like every time she crosses the ball into the box, you feel like a goal's going to come from it, and nine times out of ten, it does. But I think I've been really impressed with. Her. I think she's been really good. Yeah, I agree. And I think also, I mean, the, her, her end of the season has just been bonkers. Like, I think especially in in the Champions League as well, obviously, like scoring against Barcelona, um, scoring in the first leg against Lyon and then all the goals and assists in the WSL. Um, the assist for Sam Kerr's goal against Leicester is like 
they don't do an assist of the year award, but I would give that. We're not doing that, that one. Unreal. But I would, I would give her that one. Um, yeah, and I think she's really stepped up in a, in a season where obviously Chelsea have, yeah, had the injuries and had players out, and she's not necessarily, not not she's not a player you'd expect to step up, but like she's never been someone who's been a star. She's obviously been at the club for quite a while now, and she's played a lot of different roles. Um, but yeah, feels like she's really thriving, and I'm amazed at how little attention she seems to have got the end of the season Sam Kerr won players player and fans player of the year at Chelsea as well I'm really so surprised I thought she was the gonna, Chelsea players think she's crap I thought <laughs> she was going to perhaps get ignored on a national level and she got so much love this season but she didn't pick up that many awards but I thought on a club level she was going to come away with a lot and she didn't I'm really surprised by that Jesse. time for a massive World Cup and then she can win the Ballon d'Or who says no <laughs> I love that you heard it here first Kate so Guru was up there on mine, um, but when we did our PFA team of the year, we had to do it about a month and a half ago. And at that time, I had Bunny Shaw. I I actually voted for Bunny Shaw. Am I allowed to say that, who I voted for? Yeah, I Surely. think so. It's not. Uh, it's not. I voted yeah. for Bunny Shaw. But I think, we'll find out. like you said, towards the end of the season, though, as well, even though Guru Wrighton's been brilliant throughout the season, but I think she's really stepped up. So it's kind of like, if I could vote now... Should probably be my vote. But because you've all voted, I'm going to go for a little link up if that's all right. And I'm going to go Yui Hasegawa with Bunny Shaw. Mm. I just love their vibe on and off the pitch. Everything shouldn't work, but it works. Like they just look like (laughs) little besties. And Yui doesn't talk a lot of English. But she does like lots of little... (laughs) Like that. So I just feel like... I don't know why I made that noise, but I feel like... You're like, how are they communicating? But yes, I love but it. I just like their vibe. Like, they look like... You will see them in training pictures, like, Bunny's just picking Yui up and... <laughs> they're a real like, little and large and, But they're just like... Yui's intelligence is so, like, on a different level to other players and she's finally got someone she can actually feed the ball to and score. <laughs> Dread to <Twister>. Finally. <laughs> No, I appreciate it. If we're going to talk about levels, no, 100%. I won Player of the Year over Yui. Like, come on. Yeah, you got that. She was the guru writer. Exactly. So it's, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get it. We're not comparable. And she she stepped into Kira Walsh's role, which was probably the hardest role of any of those new players coming into Phil. And I don't think anyone thought she could play as a six, really. And she doesn't want to. Yeah, she really well. doesn't want to. <laughs> and she's like still but she's vibing. probably been the best midfielder in the, yeah. Yeah, definitely in that role you yeah. know, between her and Leo Volte. Yeah, couldn't agree more. And I think it's a shame that, that Shaw's WSL um, scoring sort of slowed down towards the end of the season. Otherwise, I think she would have come away with that Player of the Season award in, in general. And I think she still finished the season with... 43 goals in all competitions for, or sorry, 43 goal contributions in all competitions. So goals and assists, which was well above what any other City players were contributing. She's now hit 50 goals for City as well. I think there's still a kind of consistency that needs to come in her game because she does get a lot of chances and there were some big moments in games where she, you know, didn't didn't bring that efficiency but she is a phenomenal phenomenal player and I've really enjoyed as well kind of seeing a bit of the behind the scenes there was a Barclays pair of the season interview that Ian Wright did with with Bonnie Shaw and she was talking about Sean, Sean Gota at City obviously a Man City legend but he's working in the academy and they've been doing a lot of like one-on-one training he's been helping her with her game so I love those kind of snippets you get and I'm excited to see how she can step up and hit yet another level next season Becky, pressure's on now. 
Um, I actually, when I sat down to do this, my vote was also for Gura Wrighton. So I think we probably, as a counter-press team, she is our player of the year. But I feel like because we haven't mentioned her, I will pick Rachel Daly, um, who scored more goals this season than Aston Villa scored in the entirety of last yes. year's WSL yeah. which is obviously like quite a significant yeah. yes. it's obviously that's nuts so. and most goals scored by an English player I think ever in the WSL and nearly got equaled, equaled the record Vibs for one season yeah. record yeah nearly overtook it but didn't in the end so yeah she's absolutely on fire and you'd think would be the go-to starting number nine for England at the World Cup but we will wait and see okay so fairly consistent there with our picks we're going to go on to manager of the season, which I feel like might differ a little bit. A little bit of cheating going on Peeking. there, Jesse and Jilly looking at each other's notes. Um, so I've gone with this person who I picked uh, when I was doing a Sky thing as well, which I feel like for me is quite a rogue one because at times a lot of people probably think he's my nemesis. But Jonas Eideval is who I've gone for for manager of the season because... I think he's done a tremendous job with Arsenal this season, given the injuries that just never stopped and given the situations that he had to deal with. I think how he created a team morale and this kind of never say die, uh, we're all in this together and we've got to kind of come together and, and go against the odds to achieve something this season, I think was so impressive and I do think you know he didn't get it right at times this season but also I think he's been so unlucky with what he's had to deal with and I think to come away with a League Cup trophy Champions League semi-final getting Champions League qualification again without the majority of your best players this season is a hell of an achievement and he deserves a lot of credit even if sometimes he winds me up in his press conferences or post-match so there you go Jonas Congrats. <laughs> you sound so pleased. <laughs> Congrats. Jilly, let's come to you, manager of the season. Uh, mine is uh, Willie Kirk. Um, and I did write that before Jesse wrote their notes. Um, but yeah. Uh, you Willie... don't know when I wrote my notes. <laughs> <laughs> did you copy mine then? No. Well, mine's on here. Uh, yeah, but I'll I show did. you mine's there. And Martin. <laughs> Same date when you wrote that? No. I wrote it Is on... Is the ink still wet? <laughs> on the 9.22 from Lewisham to London Bridge. Um, but yeah, but I think what... At first, right, I'll be honest, when he went in and then when Lydia got sacked, I did think, oh, that's really snaky vibes because I thought <laughs> you sacked her so you could have the job. So that was a, I was a bit like my back was up a little bit when he took over because I thought, no, nah, that's a bit naughty. But... <laughs> I think he's done really well. Um, and I think, yeah, I mean, for you look at the Leicester team and the Reading team in regards to players, you might potentially say that Reading have got better players in in regards to what they've done already in the WSL. But the way, if, if Reading could defend the way that Leicester defended, <laughs> then they wouldn't, they wouldn't have been relegated, you know. But I think he's done really well there. Um, I think he had a great transfer window in January um, and he's kept them up. I think he's fantastic. Co-sign, Jesse? Absolutely, co-sign. Um, yeah, I think it's easy to kind of forget how dead and buried Leicester felt because the way they picked up points so consistently and, you know, like it felt like they were safe, right, as soon as Reading lost to Tottenham. Um and I just think that's it's just crazy to to go through the season and like basically have nothing for they they started the season like halfway after everyone else. Um, yeah, I think he's it's been really impressive. Um, 
just to turn it around and to do that without, you know, having all these like big name players come in. Becky, long time listener, Carla Ward. Yeah, I was <laughs> Carla Ward was my second choice, and I think yeah she deserves massive credit for what she did. So yeah. mostly just because she thinks we're funny. <laughs> so you get a award for. I don't that. care about the football. <laughs> Carla, you're our bestie. Okay. <laughs> Do I have to show my notes? I've got Willie Kirk as well. Oh, of course you do. Um, yeah, convenient. Yes. <laughs> I'm getting them up now. <laughs> Willie okay. Kirk and Carla Ward is my honourable mention, okay. and not just because she listens to the pod. <laughs> um, okay, because well, I do think she's, she's turned that team around. They've been a relegation team ever since they've been in the WSL. Um, recruited well. I don't know how much power in terms she has of, of bringing in the players, but you've got to bring all those egos if you like together and um, there's a lot of big players in there that you've got to keep happy that you've got to get playing and they've all linked together so um honorable mention of Carla Ward but I think Willie Kirk for me from starting from zero yeah I, th- I think then Willie Kirk takes the counter press manager of the year award three versus two so yeah wow huge what are we gonna give these people we need to give them something. When a we... guest spot on Counter Press. <laughs> yeah, I'd like send them a certificate. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. let's get Willie Kirk like on. Word on. Yeah, <laughs> I think Willie Kirk be great on the pod. Counter Press. We can all get a tattoo of our decisions. <laughs> uh, next, we're going to go to Team of the Year. So for this one, I've picked Aston Villa, and I think this is where all the kind of shout-outs that we've done, obviously, for Carl Ward and Rachel Daly kind of come together for my team of the year because I think what they have done, like we've said, uh, is is a, is amazing to go from struggling and fighting against relegation to a top-five finish and an FA Cup semi-final. It's massive. So that is my team of the year, Aston Villa. They are mine too. And mine... Ain't mine. Oh, <laughs> not mine either. Okay, Ooh. Julie, tell us. Right now, you're gonna think this is a bit biased, but <laughs> I've it got is. a feeling we're both gonna be biased in different directions on this one. I gave it to Liverpool, right? And the reason I did is because they've sort of they've gone under the radar. They've come up to the WSL. They've they flirted a little bit with relegation, but not really anywhere near it. Finished a solid seventh. They lost Liankin and for practically most of the season, who's their outlet and. Um, obviously me and Kate both played with her at West Ham she offers a lot to Liverpool she was their top goal scorer in the championship so they lost her on game one um, and then obviously had to deal with uh, Shanice van der Sanden being out injured for quite a while too They've, in regards to the club there's a lot that needs to go on at the club and needs to improve in regards to the facilities and stuff and they've got a good setup. but I do think what Beardy's done they had to deal with losing me midway through the season. <laughs> More importantly. <laughs> That's the first point I should have said. Um, but no, yeah, I think, and I sort of think they've gone under the radar a little bit, but I think for a team that's just come up from the championship to finish a solid seventh, I'm proud of them. Wow, you've pitched just so well, I want to change mine. Because you're <laughs> right, actually, I think, because whenever we see a team come up from the championship, they are on the list to go down. But the fact that we even really didn't think that about Liverpool for much of the season once the season got up and running is a credit to what Matt Beard's been able to do. They invested, but some of those players, like you said, Shanice van der Sand, they never got to see them, really. You saw her towards the end of the season, she she made a massive difference. But what they've done with not the best resources, especially when it comes to the training ground, things like that, is massive to not even 
be close to relegation by the end deserves a lot of credit. So, yeah, you're selling me on that. Julie. And they also beat Chelsea. Sorry, Jesse. But and that's <laughs> right. We won the league. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but that one, you could sort of say like like two pens. We, not that them. we didn't deserve it, but then the, they beat Man City. Dubious and pens as they well. Des- <laughs> yeah, your one was, Chelsea's <laughs> one was. But they actually deserved to beat Man City as well, so I was really proud of their growth this yeah, season. Yeah, what happened in that Chelsea game again? Shelley, someone gave oh, her a penalty. Who was guru. it? Guru. <laughs> well, she, I kicked the bottom of her foot. It was never a pin, never. But you kicked her foot? Yeah, it was 100% a pen. <laughs> she, I didn't even see her. She just like, come from behind. That's your problem, not hers. <laughs> I had the ball lined up and was ready to smash it and it, I just kicked her instead. It does sound like a you won, it problem. doesn't matter. Bad referee. Yeah, we won. <laughs> Jesse? Um, I went with Chelsea. Uh, yeah, I'm fully biased. Maybe I'd pick Chelsea regardless. But I just think in terms of team and like what a team of the year represents, um, the way the whole squad came together and played different roles as the season went on I think in the past like when Chelsea ha- and we, I guess we kind of touched on this talking about Guru but when Chelsea have won titles there's been like big focus on one player or like one and two players and how they've kind of like helped Chelsea get there but I feel like this season it really was like an effort from from everyone in that squad um, and I think it was impressive and it, and it was exciting because I think in the past you know there's been this kind of like thought that like Chelsea bring in all these good players but like people don't get as many opportunities and all that kind of stuff but like so many players got so many minutes um and I don't think Chelsea would have got anywhere near a double without like everyone pulling pulling together and putting in good performances when they needed to yeah I think they were definitely my second choice for team of the year and I think kind of going back to what we said when we were summing up um the end of the WSL season a a couple of uh, weeks ago is that the fact that Chelsea have done so well, but our attention has been lost elsewhere because other teams have actually had really good seasons as well is kind of a credit to how much the league as a whole has improved and also that they just are so relentless at what they do in it and they keep taking the title. Um, So that's the serious ones out the way. Let's get on to the fun, chaotic stuff next. Right, um, let's start with our most embarrassing moment of the season. This is the award that I knew who I wanted to give it to straight away because this whole thing was haunting me because it kept happening in post-match and I just wanted, and pre-match, and I just wanted to slam my head against the table. So my embarrassing, most embarrassing moment is Jonas Eideval relentlessly talking about Arsenal beating Leeds (laughs) 9-0. And that was evidence that they weren't struggling in front of goal. And he said it after the 0-0 draw with West Ham. He said it after another game and he said it in multiple pre-match. And it just wasn't a sign that they weren't struggling. And it it was okay to admit you were struggling because you were without Beth Mead and Viviana Miedemar. But it was just getting really annoying because of the fact that leads at what a fourth tier side, and you beat them nine 0 in the FA Cup, and that does. It's he not... should have done it after the game on uh, at the end of the season, losing, losing to Villa. Well, it's fine though because <laughs> we did beat Leeds. Bring it back. So anyway, as you can see, that whole thing lived rent free in my head. Uh, anyone else got a most embarrassing moment? Yeah, I have a personally most embarrassing. <laughs> moment. That's all you can award yourself something in this one. Um, it's actually embarrassing for you as well, though. Oh no. Um, the time that we went to Lewis on the train and oh, met a counter-pressed fan, sat next to a counter-pressed fan, and then 
managed to get into a horrible row in front of said fan. <laughs> and that, 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 that person just knows all of our beef. And she's just walking out. She, she might be listening. <laughs> hey. <laughs> and that was humiliating for us, actually. Wow. So, also, the worst bit real. was I ran 20 miles <laughs> from Worthing to Lewis to meet you guys at the game. And I get there. I was knackered. But I was like, great, can't wait to see Blue and Becky. You two, like, walk up like... Becky was, like, crying. <laughs> Blow was, like, stony face. They both try and make me take their side. <laughs> and then they weren't even serving beer at the game. Yeah, that was a that was the biggest slap in the face, actually. Yeah. <laughs> okay, my most embarrassing moment of the season was the ref putting the Chelsea Liverpool ice skating. Oh, that's mine too. Yeah. Oh, that's that is mine. One. But um, yeah, I, also I really didn't want to go to the game that day because it was cold mm. and miserable, and I made myself go all the way up to Kings Meadow. Did you run? I didn't Did run that one. That would be about fifty <laughs> miles. That would be a lot. Next season, maybe. Um, and then. After six minutes and Neve Charles hitting the deck about 20 times, (laughs) they had to just call it off. But I guess all's well that ends well because we did get all those hot dogs in the rearranged game. And we looked You could have got the hot dog anyway. What do you mean I could have got the hot dog anyway? (laughs) Like everyone got a hot dog that went to that game, not just people that went to the other game and then went home. No, I know, but we wouldn't have got. If it hadn't been called off, you wouldn't have got the hot dog. The dream scenario is that you decided not to go and then gone to rearranged and got. But it was almost so funny. It feels like a great, you know, historic. (laughs) Yeah, I was there. The great great freeze. Kate, that was your pick. That was. Jilly. Right, I don't want to be tight, right? But this is about a player. But I don't know. No, listen, right? Oh, <laughs> I can say this now because I'm not playing. But I do remember... Jilly, not playing doesn't mean that you can say anything you want ever. No, listen, this was an embarrassing moment because I was watching it the next day at Liverpool, yeah? And it was Everton versus Leicester. Does anyone know this game? No, no. no literally right, so couldn't even tell at, you. So it was at Walton Park, yeah? Right. And it was um, nil-nil. Leicester looked like they were going to get their first point, I think, on the board. And a free kick comes in. And Kirsty Lavelle. Oh, I do remember that. And, and, and I'm saying it's embarrassing because I generally thought, right, there must be a bet going on here because that ball was going wide and she punched it in. And I, I'd find that embarrassing if I was I'd a dog. Savage. I'd forgotten about I'd that. I'd forgotten about that, yeah. Oh, and if I remember, I think was it, it was just before Lydia Bedford got sacked and I think I remember yeah. her saying, like, obviously we were so close and this is almost like a freak accident that happened and blah, 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 but... Yeah, but Jenny that was wants my embarrassing to start a conspiracy moment. theory and investigation. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying she did it deliberately, but no, I do think for me that was it was embarrassing for. Well, I can't think of anything it's else. Almost in like the a season, reverse punch, wasn't it? It was going but, wide, and she. Put I'm like it not in. entirely sure still how she managed to do it. Yeah. Basically, that's why yeah. I think it's the I don't embarrassing. Think she would. Also, Mary Earps did that. Was that in the FA yeah, Cup though? Against Brighton, mm. she punched. Oh it yeah, in yeah. Maybe yeah. like a cross came in yeah. and she just went whoop. Yeah. yeah. So essentially goalkeeping. <laughs> That's the counter. Basically. And <laughs> um, the next category is villain of the year. Becky's probably gonna pick me for this one. <laughs> I should have done that, would have been really funny. My villain of the year goes to the security team at Box Park for closing oh, after the USA such, game. Such a good answer. Because that was disrespectful. It was. And uncalled for. It was a Friday night, for God's sake. And we were all kettled outside of Box Park <laughs> in Wembley. And the doors were closed. But the worst bit is there were people in there. So it was like a zombie apocalypse. 
it's all up against the glass. Like, let us, let in. us in, and we could see, see a people. lesbian zombie. <laughs> <laughs> we could see people dancing and having fun, and we were just locked outside. It was, Fuming. it was, yeah, it was rubbish. So they're they're my villains. I agree strongly. Good. I'm glad we agree on something. <laughs> Anyone else got villain of the year? Oh, mine I, was my. Oh, God, God, no, yours. no, no, you go first. <laughs> no, mine was just my my fan. Um, I didn't have one actually until Becky what, mentioned it. What fan? I'm your fan, Julie. <laughs> no, the uh, girl on Twitter, Olivia. I don't know really. <laughs> Name <laughs> one who, one who, <laughs> Name that. No, no, the Liverpool one who was you're have trolling to me. That. You're gonna have to bleep that. Oh, well, I the fan on Twitter that was trolling me and calling me a granny and calling me everything under the sun. That was my villain of the year. That's fair yeah, enough. That's yeah. fair enough. Yeah, that was a personal She thing. is a villain. Okay. I'm going to say the referee in the Howa Sissoko Sarah Malin boxing match. <laughs> Are we just taking out personal gripes here? No, just because I felt she could have handled the situation better. She could have put her face in the way and stopped the, <laughs> the slap. slap. It was a slap. I just felt like it escalated so quickly and I just don't think she helped the situation you're right. Part of a referee's job is to de-escalate yes. sort of, like situations Whereas that happen. It then just became this whole thing where it it happened on the pitch. Obviously, there was a bit of it kept going. I'd also say the villain West Ham players like go step in because I was fuming. I'm sitting on the bench. I'd just come off, and I thought. No one is pulling her away. No one's stopping her. Well, like, only been out the door five minutes. <laughs> no, 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 I've, I've told <laughs> them. I've told them. I'm like, girls, you can't just stop and No, it's watch true. This like, you have to go like, in and help protect yeah. players. But I think the referee, and I'm not insulting, I'm not questioning her, but I just mean, I think she could have diffused the situation better because then when Howe was coming off the pitch as well, then Villa players ran down off the bench to then get involved mm. trying to start Howe up again. The referee didn't walk over. And the fourth official could have got involved. The fourth official. And it just became something that it shouldn't have become. And then I'll also say for the people that racially abused Howard, you are villains because that is absolutely not needed anywhere in society, football, anything, and continue to do so and continue to abuse the poor girl. She's playing football. She had a really difficult week that I don't need to go into in that week. But I think there is just no place for that, any sort of discrimination in football. So... That's my little rant done. Agreed. Agreed. We can't go for mine now because it's silly. No, go for it. Mine's well. again. Okay. <laughs> um, mine is, again, very personal. Katie Stengel. Because she was mean to me one time on Twitter. <laughs> it wasn't, yeah, but it wasn't to you, though. That's the thing. It was to an account. Yeah, you're was... revealing that you were behind the account she was mean to. <laughs> um, I do some social media work for an, uh, an account. Um, and we... I like put a quote. I like literally quoted her um, about the frozen pitch, and she was she was like making a joke about the frozen pitch, and I put it in a quote, and then she replied like, um, "Actually, um, I think we we deserve better facilities," and that's actually what I was saying. And I was like, "Well, it's not what what you were saying, actually, Katie." And I thought that was mean because you know I'm just saying what you said, and I'm holding that grudge. Was it the, what was the caption? I can't remember. Was it the it was caption like, it, that lit, set her Kate, off? Kate, it was literally Katie Stengel isn't happy with the um, postponement or something. Wow. It was so vanilla. Like beef me on something else. Like I say shit all the time. But <laughs> that, <laughs> that wasn't that, the one that, that wasn't deserved. Okay, fair play. Wow. 
Yeah, she, see, now people might understand why, you know, me and Becky's <laughs> spiciness on the train. You, saying, you can see where this... Are you saying you're taking Katie Stengel's No, side? I'm just saying you see where, you know, the spiciness might come from. It's Stop actually, victim blaming. I blame Katie Stengel for the argument that we had because so that was true. clearly lingering yeah. in the background. I agree. <laughs> Jesse, My villain of the year is the anterior cruciate ligament. Oh, oh very good. Yeah. Because also, like, all good villains... Everyone thinks they know how to defeat it, but really has no idea what they're talking about at all. Um, yeah, so bad times for that little bit of the body, which hasn't really actually done anything wrong. Just existing. <laughs> just the way you said that little bit of the body, it just made me laugh. I don't know why. Just getting, just, yeah, getting stick for existing. It must be a hard life to be in yeah. ACL. It's not, it's for it pings or whatever it does. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> Our next category is best discourse on Twitter. For me, there was one and only winner for this, which was still Wembley oh. tickets drama with Manchester <laughs> United fans, which rumbled on from the moment they qualified for the final right until the final. And then it ended in glory because even in the end, the United away end wasn't even full after all the shenanigans and back and forth and conspiracy theories about everything. The FA did really well to get, what was it, 77,000? No. What was it, 72,000? Something like that in the end for the FA Cup? I can't remember. It's all a blur. But 70, let's say 70-ish thousand, which is a record attendance. Technically sold out for the first time, but, you know, there is this frustrating drop-off that often happens with the Women's FA Cup. But yeah, I just thought it was so funny to see everyone losing their heads about something that didn't even matter in the end. You just buy your tickets early, like we did, and you'll be fine. And we had good seats. I mean, they were in the top tier, but they were good seats. But also, it's not even the early ticket thing. It's also the fact that the allocation that they sold, they sold it in pretty decent time. It wasn't like it sold out really quickly and then they couldn't find tickets. And then it wasn't even full on on the day itself. So I just think it made me laugh. Anyway, anyone else? I feel like you, you, Kate and Jilly, just don't spend enough time on Twitter. No, they're not as no I don't. So mine was us. maybe a bit like, eh. But the whole Ella Toon, Simonon thing, people's... Yes! Oh, wow! That was good That felt like forever ago. Yeah. yeah, so this was at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium when Ella Toon shoved Simonon to the ground and Simonon was a little bit she dramatic. She did some exaggerating. Toon got sent off, but then had her red card rescinded by the FA and it really kicked off. And Suman got yeah. a ban. Yeah, yeah. and Suman got, got a ban. Wow. I just enjoyed the little and people were going against at it. each yeah, other. People were really going at it. It was a dumb situation. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Good choice. Thank yeah, you. That might pip it actually. Yeah. Jilly? Um mine was um Daniel Levy coming out and saying about um <laughs> Tottenham about not putting money in or what the risk is when his club is basically near enough relegated. That was my and he said he, he he said that maybe they should consider no releg no relegation from uh, the yeah, WSL. Just pathetic, really. Yeah, amen. <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, I'm going to give an honourable mention to the people who on Saturday said that Emma Hayes dropping her mic on Sky Sports was proof that she was a horrible woman. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed that. I, That's, I missed all of that. such a reach. Um, but I will go with the Katie McCabe missing the Manchester United game because she bopped Chloe Kelly on the head with the football <laughs> that was discourse. A good one. I think it was 
stupid of her to do, but I mainly enjoyed everyone arguing about whether it was a stupid thing to do when it clearly was. <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> Becky? Uh, Barbie discourse. Oh, I God, there's been so much. So it's all a blur. Justice for the WSL admin. <laughs> that was good content. People lost their tiny minds. And just because things... Uh, it's just ridiculous. I'm actually not going <laughs> to... Because I could go into it and we could be here all day. But the funny thing about uh, this silly bit of the awards is it's become just like a bit of like <laughs> Becky getting out all her trauma <laughs> from the season. Whether it's our trauma between ourselves or trauma Katie online Stengel. or Katie Stengel. <laughs> Becky just really has to let free the at the Barbie, end of the season. The Barbie stuff is just so silly. It's just a bit of fun. And like we can have... We, the, we can have fun in the league and it not be like... It doesn't have to be so serious all the time. And it was just so silly. And it was yep. such like a... It's like the... It's like a weird type of feminism that's like, we have to like absolutely push away from anything that's girly because we're athletes. But like... Girly stuff is fun too. Kate wants to get a boob job. Exactly. So, exactly. Like, come on. Yeah. Thank um, you. Thank you. That's real yes. feminism yes. in the WSL. Yes. And I, for one, cannot wait to see the Barbie movie. <laughs> oh, and, Kate. <laughs> and Kate's new tits. So, it's going to be a great year. We all what? thought you were going down that route, and I thought I'm going to have to move positions. I know. So. I, know. I, know. I know. You went back for it anyway. Oh, no. Uh, right. A few more to go, though. Uh, tweet of the year. Mine goes to the girl who didn't realise that Becky worked on Counterpress ah! and called out <laughs> our opinions good. on the end of Cell as a reply to Becky's tweet. That really made me laugh. And if you're still listening to the show and you're not too angry about our end of Cell opinions, then I hope you also enjoyed that too. And yes, Becky does work on the show, but we did mention in a previous pod. But anyway, someone her disagreed with our take that the end of Cell isn't the best league in the world and it's a funny little beef this always brings up but um, we were talking about the ridiculous um, embarrassing levels to the broadcast coverage over there anyway she replied to Becky's tweet saying yeah this pod is really bad the other day that they said the end of Cell like isn't the best league in the world or something and I found it and just like liked it instantly <laughs> um, so yeah that goes to my that tweet of the year that is a good tweet that, that is, is a, a good, good one tweet. anyone up, else? Yeah. Um, I'm giving it to Emma Hayes for the tweet she did after we played Villa. I can't remember if it was the league game or the FA Cup game because we did them back to back, where she posted this photo of an iceberg with success at the top. <laughs> <laughs> and underneath it, it says, under the water, hard work, persistent, wow. late nights, rejection, sexual... I was just like, wow. So true. So Very true, Jake Humphrey. Emma. You know, in the post-match after the final day, she revealed that she's got an audiobook coming out, like a <gasps> leadership audiobook. So I bet that's going to feature that's the that. Cover. I that will be there. Me. I will be there. <laughs> so, yeah. We laugh now, but there's going to be some big advice coming out in that audiobook. Tweet of the year, Becky, I feel like you got about 10. Any of mine. <laughs> you haven't got a favourite? No. I have been hilarious online all year. And if you don't follow me, then you should at Becky B E C K Y Taylor Gill. You won't regret it. I'm just, Speechless. Just the, the roller coaster that this episode has been on from Becky taking out all her angle to anger to now being. If you like, want to see me beef with WSL players on Twitter. <laughs> Jilly, tweet of the year. Or is it going back to your nemesis? Yeah, no, I don't really have a specific tweet, but mine was a bit like I was laughing when I got announced retiring and everyone was like, not the granny's gone, but along that sort of lines. <laughs> and then Liverpool announced Tash Dowie on loan and Gemma Bonner signing, who were both older than me. Okay, <laughs> fair. Uh, mine is actually for a person on this podcast. If it's not me, I'm going to be fuming, Kate. And you're going to be fuming. <gasps> 
It's when Jesse had a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> had the hot dog. And, yeah. Um, I just, a I woman from the Chelsea here. marketing department actually saw, came up to me and said <laughs> that. Screenshot she it earlier because I was looking and I just saw... You just not, scrolling my tweets, were you? Not the one that I it's put in too the much... Mouth. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the one where Look I put the ketchup on and everyone came for me. Yeah, well, the yours was terrible. But I thought I'd had a hemorrhage on my hot dog. So, my new villain of the year is Kate Longhurst. <laughs> <laughs> Change it, scratch that. Um, we also have to obviously shout out our counterpressed ally of the year because we've got to do where a hat would tip. We? Where would we be without our male allies of the year we have to do a hat tip because if it wasn't for the women's football awards we wouldn't actually have this category but they made us realize that we need to shout out those men <laughs> so that true. sometimes tweet about women's football and offer their their you know unbridled support behind the scenes support behind that the scenes we don't see or know about ever, uh, ever. <laughs> but i'm sure it happened so for, for, for that reason we're gonna dish out our cancel pressed ally of the year um mine goes to Counter press super fan, one of the best, Sue Klesnicks. Oh. Always there, always shouting us out, always replying, even buying me drinks in the pub. Sue, love you. Thanks for all your support and thanks for listening. So mine's actually quite an earnest yeah. counter press ally, but we've got some funny ones coming up. Well, Becky? <laughs> Arnold Clark, he died <laughs> so women's football could live. And that is the biggest sacrifice that a man can make for women's football in my opinion. <laughs> true. Very That's true. Very, very true. I have so many. Wow. wow. I I was going to say Carl Award for finding us funny, but that's been mentioned already. I want to shout out Kim Kardashian for when she put her children in oh, those so true. Arsenal girls. Yes, kids. that was allyship. Uh, Frank Lampard for his nice message to <laughs> all women. Good luck to all the women. <laughs> Good luck to all the women before Chelsea played Barcelona. But I'm going to give it to, to Rhys James for leaving a Chelsea women's game as soon as Lauren was subbed. That was really good. What that game is, was that? Was yeah. the no, no, Liverpool was quite, game, yeah. I think. I remember. Is, I like, think I messaged true, you. That's true allyship. Yeah. To be like, yeah. I'm only here for my sister. <laughs> yeah, I think I messaged you as soon as you got and be like, yep, yeah, Rhys is off. See you later. Jilly? Uh, that we have one. Sorry, it's been a tough year. (laughs) Okay, I say my mum. She listens to it back. That's very West Ham of you, (laughs) mum. No, because even she listens. Well, she listens to all of them. Shout out, mum. And but she would tell me things that you have all said. (laughs) And like I listened to this one, and then they said, and so you know, she's big fans of you. You know, so what's your name, mum? Deb. Shout hey out Deb. Deb. Say Deb. Debbie because she doesn't like oh, being called sorry, Debbie. Okay. <laughs> Why does her name was Deb? Then? No, no, she's Deb. Oh, she doesn't sorry. like being called Debbie. Oh, sorry, Debbie. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's just like call her Debbie just to wind her up. Oh, I'm not going to do that. She's, <laughs> she's our ally of the year. But yeah, she listens and then she tells me what has been said. And I'm like, yeah, no, Mum, I know I've, I've listened <laughs> as well. But thank you. Final award goes to counterpressed reply guy. So this is a person who is always. Bigging us up, always there. Well, I have different. Can ones. rely you, are on. Are we saying that we all? Oh well, I mean, it can I be think, different. I ones. think the opinions may differ. The opinions may differ. So mine is someone who is always in the replies, bigging us up, um, and I think has rebranded the typical reply guy image from being annoying to actually being really funny and always reliable with the content. And Becky's biggest fan mine, is a big well, fan of mine actually, yeah, which is Shahan. Biggest Bristol City women fan has a Bristol City he podcast, loves my memes. and he loves Becky's meme and the meme of you. The actually, meme of me, yeah. Which always and now ends up. That's in... what I want. I want people to that to become a women's football meme. So shout out Shahan, thanks for being always in the replies, 
being hilarious. That's my counter press reply guy of the year. You? I don't. I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on Twitter. Rude. <laughs> I've never been on Twitter in my life. <laughs> um, honorable mention, obviously, to Sue. She's already had an award. Yeah. But she is always in the replies. Yeah. I feel like I'm in a pretty good position to know who replies most because yeah, you do run, I do run our Twitter account. Flops also gets an honourable mention. Um, but obviously for me, it's me, Mastronaut. <laughs> my Twitter bestie. Yeah. I love you. Yeah. Yeah. Your blossoming friendship and love. We just, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Anyone else? Your favourite? Well, my, I mixed mine with the, the last one. No. <laughs> no, my mum. I seen I was just, oh. you know, oh, just yeah, using, she's always yeah, here. Actually, was... you're at, I've I've seen your dad on Twitter. I don't know if he follows us, but I have ended up on your Probably. dad's Twitter. So okay, and it's Wait, enjoyable. You've ended up on his Twitter, as in he's posted about you. No, or? no, I just like ended up looking at his Twitter. Oh, okay, yeah. Is it mainly West Ham content? It's though? all West Ham content. Yeah, and, it, and so Kate's is mine. Really, <laughs> that's true. Chili. Uh, no, I trust. I trust your yeah. guys. <laughs> just our judgment. You do just need to spend more time on Twitter. You've got time now. Well, so have you at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Savage. Um, well, that's all we've got time for in the inaugural counter-pressed awards end of season Congrats finale. to all the winners. Yes. I'm sure they are going to be thrilled with our word art certificates that I send out in the post. Are you, you going to make some? If you can DM me your addresses. <laughs> we need some counter-pressed. Katie Stengel. <laughs> iconic edits on that. Uh, but thank you so much for listening. We will obviously be back with World Cup content, a few specials dropping as well. So, for now, we're going to go on a short break, but we will be back very soon. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for all your love in the first season, and we can't wait to bring you more this summer. See you soon. <laughs>